Greetings, everyone. Welcome to our hashtag WeRCLC moment, where we share stories from our church family. One important step in this season of learning about justice and how to be allies with the Black, people of color community, it is to understand our own ethnic identity and how it relates to our faith. We hope to use this time to gain perspective, as well as learn more about people in our own community. So today, can we welcome our very own Will Chung? Good morning, Will. Hi, good morning, Pastor Calvin. Good to be here. Well, uh, a couple of days ago, we were hanging out together, and I really appreciated your honest sharing about your family history and its intersection with your ethnic identity and faith. Can you share about that breakthrough talk you had back when you were a college freshman? Yes, I would love to. Um, first, I'll just introduce myself for a little bit of context. So, uh, so hi, I'm Will Chung. I am a second generation Cantonese American, uh, born and raised in Fremont. I have an older sister who's four years older than me. Both my parents were born in Hong Kong and immigrated here. So my mom when she was 14 and my dad when he was 20. Um, growing up, they would bring us to church, um, but we stopped going together as a family after I was in middle school. And throughout my childhood and into high school, uh, I knew and experienced that our family had a lot of, you know, issues and brokenness and a lot of um, weird, you know, ugly dynamics. But I never really gave space to talk about it or process with anyone. It was just the way it was. Um, and so I was in this mindset of kind of, you know, out of sight, out of mind, ignorance is bliss. Um, and I was just moving. I was going to move to college. So I realized oh, I, I don't need to think about this anymore. So now we fast forward to freshman year in college. So this is 2014. And uh, I was attending this ethnic-specific conference through my college fellowship that was for Asian American and Pacific Islander students. Um, my sister was at this conference as well because it was actually her first year as a campus minister. And it was here um, that, you know, I went to get prayer ministry. And it was actually the first time that um, my sister and I prayed together. Um, we had this long conversation where, you know, my sister, she... Uh, lamented about all the difficult conversations she had to have with both my mom and my dad about pursuing ministry, um, which also revolved around all the brokenness in our family. Um, so during that conversation, there was a lot of crying, a lot of raw emotions, and I had to come to grips and acknowledge um, the unfiltered realities uh, of our family. Uh, so we laid it all out there, and we actually lifted those burdens to God. And we had another prayer minister with us, and uh, one word that he prayed over us that still stuck with me was that, you know, God loves your mom and your dad more than you could ever love them. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Because as an 18 year old, I was like, you know, leaving the house for the first time as a younger child, as the man, you know, growing into adulthood, wherever that was, whatever that meant, a constant thought pestered me. I was like, you know, what is my role in my family? What are the expectations for me as a child? What's my responsibility? Do I want this responsibility? Um, have I just run away from it? And I realized that I had unknowingly carried a lot of guilt in myself because of this. Um, so sharing it with my sister that night was actually very healing. Uh, it was a burden that was real, but that was I was avoiding because, you know, it's too heavy for me at that time. But now with the words to describe and articulate it, I realized it no longer had this power over me. And it was longing for transformation in our family that came to the surface as something that I could actually invite Jesus into. So uh, as, a, as a person redeemed by Jesus Christ, 
Um, what do you hope to see happen in your life as far as healing? Yeah. Um, great question. Healing. Yes. Um, well, I mean, actually it was from that conference, uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I learned. Um, I learned, you know, how to fully embrace myself, uh, in my own ethnic and cultural identity as a gift from God, instead of kind of like a barrier or something that I needed to hide or change in order to like better my understanding, uh, better my standing with him. Um, and I learned that God sees me fully and that his word is alive and can speak to our lived experience right now. He, which means he exact, he knows exactly what's going on in myself and my family, and he does want healing for us. And so I'm learning that in this process of pursuing healing, I need to be better. I need to better understand and articulate how my family uniquely operates, right? Our, our values, communication styles, perspectives on everything like money, for example, uh, the, be the beautiful stuff, as well as kind of the ugly, uglier things. And I won't have this complete picture um, if I don't know, you know, their history and, and the stories of, of, you know, the past, right? So for example, you know, having conversations about Black Lives Matter, the racial unrest does require a lot of empathy and listening um, because I realized their experiences, right? My, my parents' experiences, they're a different generation. Their, you know, upbringing is different than the context that I'm living in. There are some patterns that are passed down, um, but I just, you know, that some of them are, un, uh, are unconscious. Like I don't know about them. Uh, so when these ine inevitable differences uh, emerge, I realize I have to center myself first and come with openness and curiosity instead of, you know, sometimes approaching it with even like suspicion or even superiority, right? But I realize, Pastor Calvin, that this is very hard, right? I don't have patience. I don't, I am prideful. I am defensive. I don't like conflict, et cetera. I want to run away. Um, but now I realize all those things. This is actually perpetuating some of the patterns of behavior that got me and our family here in the first place. Therefore, I need to actually bring those burdens and bring all these things to Jesus and lay them at his feet so he can bring this transformation. Um, and one example of this I found in scripture is actually in Nehemiah in chapter one, where he learns about the downfall of Jerusalem, his, the, Israel's collective sin, and he actually wants to restore the city and establish a better way forward. And in verse six, he actually prays, I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's family, have committed against you. So he actually like confesses on behalf of his family and is resolved to make it right for those that come after him. And I realized, you know, that's what I want to do, right? I need to ask Jesus to reveal the generational scars so that I can name and articulate and invite him in to heal and transform so I can stop those patterns and the cycle of trauma and brokenness in our family. So I want to pass down a redeemed version of myself while honoring my family and my ethnic history and my ethnic story. Um, I do want to note that this is like ongoing as I speak right now. Uh, there's still a lot of work uh, to be done, but having space to share is so valuable knowing that, you know, I don't have to carry this burden alone. Um, and just having space, even at we are CLC to do this is so, you know, awesome. And I hope this is a way to continue sharing these stories. So, Together, we can live, you know, this redeemed version of ourselves and the bring flourishing healing that Jesus offers to us in the world. Well, thank you, Will. I, I know many have been blessed by you, by your story today. So thank you for your honesty and transparency. Yeah.